Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us on a Think Tank Thursday. Dave Rowland uh, tops the program off at 11.15. Gun advocates are suing over the Illinois assault weapons ban. Uh, he's got a couple other things, that, uh, including a story out of British Columbia following Portugal's lead by broadly decriminalizing almost all drugs. Uh, for, the ev- for the love of everything holy, you can't just let people know that baked goods are sold at this establishment. A bakery owner suing New Hampshire town after officials demand he paint over donut mural made by high schoolers. Unbelievable. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg for him. Uh, then um, Mo, uh, MoFirst.org uh, will have Ron Calzone, the Show Me Institute, Jim Babka with an observation that... Uh, well, maybe uh, we'll come out in the next couple of minutes with Kevin Jackson. KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Morning, Kev. Morning, Gary. You caught me at a good time, man. I just converted my portfolio from gold and silver to eggs. Yeah, well, you're going to be a rich man. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I'm with my Fabergés. Yeah, well, you know, the problem with the, it, the price of uh, eggs is big chicken. Uh, <laughs> they're really yeah. getting out of hand. The profits they're making... It's big chicken. Hey, man, let me tell you. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that. It, there's a shortage of eggs, but there does not seem to be a shortage of chicken. And I'm going to tell you why. The Democrats know they can jack with them eggs, but don't jack with chicken because then black folks will be like, oh, boy. <laughs> it cracks me up. All How right, so you have a shortage of eggs and you not have a shortage of chicken? I, I have no no idea, but I'll ask the colonel the next time I see him. When that factory went up, I think that Hooters and and uh, what are these chicken wings, Buffalo Wild Wings, I think they were all over there going, where are the chickens? I, I think they were, they, they figured they didn't have to cook them. <laughs> they were already cooked. Uh, and I love KFC. They are my favorite chicken. Uh, and I remember asking them how they prepare their chicken. They say, we tell them you're going to die. <laughs> uh, but I guess that didn't uh, really answer my question. But um, bump. <laughs> <laughs> How do you prepare? Oh, you? Tell him you're going to die. It's, a, it's some fun times because I mean, yeah. I'm aside to the price of you know chicken. I mean, uh, eggs and and everything else is going on. I think. Um, and I don't know where you want to go with the conversation, but I think that the Bidens are really in the hot seat now. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Biden and uh, finally admitting that this laptop was his after three years, and now Hunter is calling himself the hunted. They're coming after me, man. They're just, you know, it's all, you know, it went from, and and I don't even think people caught this. When he did his interview on 60 Minutes, he actually said it could have been Russian, you know, information on my laptop. Why would he even say that? If you lose your laptop. Do, if your laptop were, you know, was sitting at a, at a Starbucks and you went to the restroom and it was lost, would you think Russian misinformation or would you think, man, some yahoo stole my laptop? I would think Russian disinformation. I would think the Russians got it. Yeah, me too. Would, yeah, well, yeah. figures. Somebody yeah, from Russia exactly. stole Everybody it. Would. Now, why did I say something like that? That's just a stupid comment on my part. Sorry, uh, yeah. Jerry. How I'm could you? To by the, better radio. By the way, um, I, I need to admit that I, I had top secret documents hidden, too. I, I took them home with me. <laughs> Where'd you I, hide yours? Well, I didn't want to be the only one in the country that <laughs> didn't take home top, top, top secret documents. Well, you know, I, I was waiting for an Oprah moment. You've got, look under your chairs, people. <laughs> You've all got top secret documents. How many places can this guy, you know, hide documents and not know? And by the way, 
I think Biden knows more than he's saying here. I, I think that this last raid uh, where they took the stuff but they and they just said, hey, well, we didn't find anything classified, but we took some notes of Joe Biden. I'm wondering what are those notes that they took? But well, he took notes. He What's took that? notes on top secret documents that he wrote, you know, that he wrote notes himself about top secret documents, which is a violation. I don't know. Are you sure it's that? Or maybe he wrote notes about, hey, I got to get with Hunter. You know, where's my Burisma money? <laughs> you know, when <laughs> am I going to get my cut of that Russian oligarch money? What about that fat diamond that Chinese dude gave you? What, are you breaking that diamond down for me? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could be in those notes. You know, he's just an everyday working class blue collar guy with mansions all over the place. Honest uh, Joe, isn't that what they call him? Yes, Garrett, yes, honest blue collar, honest Joe. I said they they said Joe Biden bought some civility to the White House, and I said, well, it must have been one of Hunter's prostitutes. Oh, you you made name a, civility. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're about this family. You made a mistake. They didn't say civility. They said senility. <laughs> he brought senility to the White House. Well, he definitely brought that. Man, this family, look, the only thing that's that's really interesting, that, that sort of makes me almost feel a little sorry for him, <laughs> is, really? that, is that we're not talking about a ton of money here. I mean, we're talking about, compared to the Clintons who've ripped off billions, the, the Biden family are chili pimps, you know, compared to them. <laughs> but... They're still, I mean, they're just as vile and just as, as corrupt, but on a, on a chili pimping level, when you compare them to the Clintons and the Obamas who've gotten, you know, ten, you know tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, and the, and the Clintons, they've run billions through their foundation. So I don't blame Joe, who's really, you know, as far as politicians goes, he's really not gotten a lot of money. Pelosi makes, makes the Biden family look pretty feckless in terms of how you can steal from the government and get away with stuff. But just the idea of how much they're covering it up, I think that's what outrages me the most, is that they just won't admit it. I'll give you a good example. If you have a kid and, and your kid is, starts a business, and it, if I were to say to you, Gary, would you know what your son's business is involved in and if you were in a position to help your kid start his business would, if somebody came to me and said kevin you, you've got four kids one of them's got a business do you know about your kid's business yeah of course i do would have you helped him absolutely had dinner with the potential client he said he was a fan of mine etc i would have no problem admitting that joe biden wants you to believe that his crackhead son who he's been helping and thinks he's the best guy in the world I did nothing. I don't know what he's doing. That is so ridiculous on its face. I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, why did he even sell, try to sell that initial lie? But nobody questioned him about it. Nobody said, Joe, come on. Get your son. He needed the help. You were helping him get, get over his crack habit, all this other stuff. Why wouldn't you help him? That's just a basic question, and nobody's asking. There are a whole lot more questions, too. Speaking of uh, asking... Um let me open up the phones, 874-9390-800-529-5572. All coming in for Gary. Well, yeah, well that's what happens, and, and uh, traditionally, uh, I've been uh, just sort of ignoring the calls. You, no, you have been a, a few weeks, man. You've been, been very good just letting it be my segment. I yeah, appreciate that. but I, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to chat with no, you go one, of my, uh, one of my fans, okay? Okay. Excuse All right. Uh, let me get Mike on the line first. Uh, Mike, welcome to the program. What can I do for you? 
Uh, hush up for a second or two so I can talk to the man. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike! Day. How you been, brother? All right, buddy. Good to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always with you guys. You know, Gary's been touching on it a little bit now and then on his show. Is You know, most people have no use for Biden at all. And I really, you know, he's older than dirt. I can't see the boy running again. And I'm wondering if you got any early predictions of who the Mike stuff in there. You know, I've heard Michelle and other people like that. They can't really run that boy again, can they? No, Biden will not be the Democrats candidate. He he will go down easily. I'd say he'll be done by summer. Ron Klain just said, uh, just implied that he is running. Just so you know. Who did? Ron Klain. Whatever. So remember Democrats speak. When they say he's running, it means they're trying to get rid of him. Okay? So he's not running. He will be gone by summer. Uh, They're already talking about Kamala Harris is not going to be the person to replace him. They're jettisoning her at the same time. And what you're noticing, and this is, it's easy to see. I'm not going to give you anything you don't already know. Gavin Newsom is the one that they're put, they're going to tout because he's young, you know, and, and uh, he's even kind of backed off of some different things. Now, he's a complete radical, but he's backed off of some things so he can look, appear to be a little softer uh, to the conservatives. But that's who's going to probably be their nominee. He'll, he'll certainly be one at the top of the list. But it will not be Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. And as no, for Michelle, no, Michelle Obama, she's not going to do it. She's got too many skeletons in her closet. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. See you later. Good talking. All right, Mike. Mike. Thanks for nothing, Mike. You <laughs> called me. <laughs> uh, I'm not taking any more phone calls. That's it. Mike, I'm that Mike is a sharp guy, man. I yeah, tell you what, is like as sharp as a beach ball. <laughs> uh, all right, eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free number is eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. You can get me at GaryNolan.com. Message pops up in studio. National Archives was not allowed to reveal. Biden classified document discoveries. Whoa. They were quick on the draw with Trump. We'll find out what Kevin thinks. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 921. Kevin Jackson is with us. Uh, Jim Babka is going to be on board. Uh, you got to watch his uh, Babka's videos on YouTube. Uh, it's called Grace Archie, but you could just look up Babka, B-A-B-K-A, and watch his videos. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Kevin Jackson on board with us, and apparently, um, with these uh, top secret documents, top House Republican says the top lawyer for the National Archives was not allowed to weigh in on the discovery of classified documents in President Biden's possession, despite publicly commenting repeatedly on President Trump's similar circumstance. The National Archives has stayed largely quiet when it comes to Biden's classified document saga. Why is that, Kevin? I I think the, the, I mean, that's more procedural stuff. And, of course, Biden, is there's a double standard, everybody, the way they cover it. Uh, and, and, And we can always apply the litmus test of what would they be doing if Trump did what Biden's doing. And I'm just telling you, this is... So big, they're calling it the scandal and open. You know, that's an open sight. What what scandal is it with Biden in open sight? We just talked about Hunter Biden. Let me ask you, Gary. When Hunter said he didn't know about his notebook or his laptop, 
did did you believe him? Do you think of what percentage of the audience went, oh, well, I mean, we need to give him the benefit of the doubt. We knew that crackhead left that notebook there. The, what percentage of the audience believes that no matter how hated Trump is, that Joe Biden could garner 81 million votes? I don't think there's many people that believe that. Everything they do is an open sight. Do you really believe that January 6th was some, something that conservatives did, all armed to the teeth, and not a single gunshot if we were going to storm the Capitol? Or do you believe that it was a contrived thing by the Democrats? We know what this stuff is. Everything they do is right in front of your face. And here's Joe Biden coming on the heels of criticizing Trump, calling him irresponsible for one location where Trump had secured his documents. And, oh, by the way, had the ability to declassify these. And Joe Biden, as a senator and as a vice president, doesn't have the ability to do that. We're up to five locations now. We, we're now into handwritten notes, and we've got his son directly involved with the people in question. I mean, let me, here's, here would be a good question. Why are we doing all this stuff for Ukraine? We've sent them billions of dollars in arms. We're authorizing all, a, Abrams tanks. We're uh, you know, doing all kinds of humanitarian efforts there. Is there any connection between what Hunter Biden did and what and Joe Biden being having being over a barrel? That's a legitimate question, but you can't ask any of that. All of this is right in open view. And if it were Trump that we were talking about, we would all be rightfully outraged if, if they were covering up and doing these things. So I think that we've got, you know, there's a lot of soul searching going on here that says, when do we get our Justice Department back? When are they going to legitimately look into these guys? I'll tell you my biggest fear. They're not going to they're going to they're going to whitewash these documents. Oh, we got his handwritten notes. There was nothing there. Oh, we got his classified documents. There was nothing there. No, there's no connection between Hunter and all this, even though they're looking at a. I think they just said they started a Hunter Biden uh, fund to fund his uh, defense. Defense from what? If he didn't do anything wrong, what are you defending? Well, you'd still need, a, you know, everybody's entitled to a, <clears throat> to to raise a defense. If mm -hmm. they bring him to, 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 if this comes to court, uh, he'll need a lot of money to try and defend himself. A lot yeah. of money. <laughs> a whole, whole lot of money. Well, you know, I, I don't disagree with it necessarily, but I, I'm looking at, as I connect these dots, I say to myself, this is such a slam dunk. And I think that as conservatives, what we have to look at is, why do we have slam dunks and we can't, we can't seem to get the basket through, through the hoop? You know, we slam dunk and we slam it off the, the, you know, it hits the backboard and goes to the other side and they get it and do an easy layup. It's it, when do we finally take some of these things that we know are completely crooked and turn them into something? I mean, how many, uh, let, let me put it this way. If Joe, if, if uh, we're talking about Trump's kids, we've got Bob Alinsky who's dropped dime on Hunter Biden. We've got Devin Archer. Many of Hunter Biden's buddies are in prison. We've got all kinds of people associated with him. Remember when they were going after Trump and they went after every, they called them his satellites. They went after Carter Page, Papadopoulos, Manafort, all these people got two of them sent to jail. We have all these people circling around the Bidens and not a single person is being investigated by the FBI, at least for, that we know, or has been put in jail. It is almost, it's unbelievable that this is occurring. And, and, and as a conservative is watching this stuff, I know the frustration because I hear it on my people on, on my show going, 
when's the shoe going to fall on these guys? I think it's coming. <laughs> Saying that, I really believe it. I think they're going to have a real tough time uh, sticking with this one, with this big lie. All right. Next, uh, before I run out of time, debt ceiling is looming. They're, you know, they're they're trying to start a negotiation. Who wins on that one? The Democrats, the Republicans, who? I know who loses. <laughs> the American people. We're going to get stuck with more debt. Because that's what happens. There is no debt ceiling. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's become a specious discussion. There's no debt ceiling. They punch right through it. We negotiate, oh, let's fund the military and all these pork projects. It'll be more of the same. So what are we going to, I mean, I, does it matter? We know what's going to happen. So you know the answer. The answer is America loses. And it's a uniparty. So it isn't about who wins and who loses on the Democrats and Republicans. They, they both win. <laughs> if you or the part the uniparty wins and the people lose, it's when they finally get to the point where they say you can't do it anymore. You, you're going to balance this budget. You're going to you're going to make sure we're paying our bills. You're going to make sure that you know that we're not allowing people. I mean, line item vetoes and all the other things that, that Bapkin you guys talk about all the time. That's what needs to happen. No, not it's line item done. veto. Line item veto is a bad idea. Well, uh, I'm not. You, I'm not trying to be an expert in yeah, it. You no, know, I'm just. I'm I just want to point one, that out for one listeners. One item pr to vote on that's one only subject at a time. That. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, the problem with line item veto is when the other guy gets in, he vetoes yeah, and I lines agree. out your stuff. Uh, all right, listen. How much time do I have, Brian? About uh, two minutes. Two minutes. All right. Uh, let me uh, let me chat with Gary and see what's uh, on his mind. Gary, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning. As far as Mark, about a month ago, my uh, stock subscription service, and they put it out twice now that Biden is going to resign. Harris will be president. Uh, the other thing that's going on right now is all I world. I believe it. I believe it will happen. Yeah, uh, Gary. I think Joe Biden will 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 say I'm really sick. Uh, you know, he he's gonna he's gonna ha ha have an illness or something because he's done. I, I so think you, he can stick a. So you think this is the one? Listen to this because this is who you're saying will be the next president. We are doing the work that is about collaborating around the small businesses <laughs> that will need to do the work that will be the result of all the trillions of dollars we're putting into. The infrastructure of our country. What the hell did she just say? <laughs> yeah, it's gibberish, but here's the deal. She she was VP. She's going to be the first. She, she's going to get everything she wants. First black president, first female president, and that, not first black president, but first female president, and that'll be that. And then they're going to move on to, you know, the cool-looking white dude from California and try to get him in. But that's what's going to happen. Biden will is not going to survive this. All right. Gary, thank you for the call. Glad to have you with us. Kevin Jackson, the Kevin Jackson Network. Uh, go look it up. All kinds of things he's involved in. A lot that, of stuff uh, I'm going to be talking to you about in the next coming weeks. New movies, all kinds of cool stuff. All right. Sounds good. Right, Kevin, thanks for being on board with us. All right. Uh, coming up, Jim Babka is going to be with us. Grace Arkey on the World Wide Web. Uh, so what exactly does it mean that... Uh, Trump, I'm sorry, Trump, Biden's uh, son is now suing, trying to get prosecuted people who shared the information from the laptop. Uh, it's an amazing observation. I don't know if Democrats are making the connection, but he did.
Jim Papka, coming up next. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is 9.35, time for Jim Babka, Grace Arkey on YouTube, or just look up Jim Babka. Always fascinating, always entertaining. Uh, a quick dip into his mind. Ew. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> did, <laughs> sorry, it was just a natural reaction to the thought of that. Uh, did you get a chance, by the way, to watch that Rand Paul speech that I sent you? I did not. I've been writing this morning. Oh, that's no excuse. Is there a fine for that? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, only it's I get. It's kind of like a homework fine, right? Mm -hmm. That he didn't complete. Yeah, I'll go ahead and send out that bill. Uh, no, no, I take care of that one. Cause oh, you, are you sure? You've been, you've been ripping me off. You've been like the federal government, taking stuff that belongs to me and not giving it back, <laughs> like tax dollars and things like that. Not to mention that I had to pay for the insulated windows. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about solar panels next. Oh, my God. No, I'd, I'd have to shoot you first. <laughs> I'm not paying for those. So, Brian, Gary calls and expects me to just be waiting by the phone for him. Like, I'm just right. like there. And like, he does that to I'm me, gonna, too. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to, like, you know, hey, Jim, there's a video that you should see. Okay. I'm going to drop everything I'm doing. I'm going to watch that right now. <laughs> Nothing I was doing could yes. possibly be more important than the thing Gary just came up with. <laughs> well, you're right. Uh, that is uh, that important when I, yes. when I give you a task. Well, take it out of my pay. I, I can't. He, uh, he was giving me a hard time for answering on the second ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We're, we're through beating up on Gary. Hunter Biden asked for a criminal probe into Trump allies for theft of data from laptop. The letter is from Biden's lawyers asking investigators for probes into Rudy Giuliani and others. Dramatic shift in strategy. For the president's son. Really dramatic shift in strategy. This is an admission of guilt. I just let's go back in time to 2020. We were all so very young back then. The current president of the United States, who also coincidentally happens to be Hunter Biden's father, uh, the person through which he peddled influence, has said that the claims were BS. He actually used that word. And he echoed uh, the statement of others that this was Russian disinformation. I just want to point out one thing, that at the time, the Justice Department already had, had, had that laptop for eight or nine or ten months uh, while the, president, the future president was making these claims. He, would, he had personal experience from which he could have spoken about what he knew about his son's situation, because clearly he did, and instead he chose to repeat uh, deep state uh, propaganda that was uh, invented very rapidly and published out through the media, and everybody worked to shut down on the basis of that flimsy uh, deep state evidence. If you would have uh, mentioned it on Twitter, for example, you would have had your account banned. Like, it, it, this was, uh, the New York Post had lost its Twitter account for seven days because they reported this story. The New York Post. So that's the background against which all of this happened. This was the most abject denial that could have possibly existed. And now we have Hunter Biden changing strategy. This is a desperate strategy. If it, I would compare this to being down by, by three touchdowns with uh, two minutes to go in the game. <laughs> oh, you're, you watched a Browns game, did you? Well, I saw uh, them play the Jets earlier this season, yes. That, but, you know, this is really, he's, they're in a lot of trouble. They're in serious trouble. And so this, is, this looks like a desperate uh, Hail Mary type of strategy. 
uh, it, it sounds to me like they're expecting indictments. So it's at first it's don't pay any attention. It's not real. It's not mine. It's garbage. Blah blah blah. Forget it. Uh, wait 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 a minute. That's my stuff. I'm going to sue you for sharing it. Yes, it's a hundred and eighty degree reversal. Hundred and eighty degrees. You think he gets indicted? Uh, I'm suspecting yes. So my personal opinion on this, and I want to be clear, this is my personal opinion. I have no evidence for what I'm about to say. It's just an opinion. It's just a conjecture, okay? But uh, I think the deep state has decided they don't want him on the ticket, and I think they've come up with a twofer. So this papers uh, situation, these confidential papers that were first found in Trump's possession. Now, interestingly, they weren't found there. Trump had, had regular relationship with the Justice Department explaining the, what papers he had, where he was storing them, and so forth. That was, that was all known by the federal government at the time. But Biden was actually hiding papers at his office, at his house, and now his uh, vacation house has been, uh, uh, I don't want to say raided because that's too strong a word, but they definitely went in and searched it. So we could call him Hyden Biden. Hyden Biden. And so I think the, the deep state looks at this and says, hey, we can take out both of these guys with this with this maneuver. And I think Biden's own, quote unquote, allies or staff are participating uh, in trying to get him off the 2024 ticket. I think they're doing a number of moves. I think the protection that they were willing to afford him in 2020 at all costs to defeat Trump has disappeared. And they feel that they're going to be able to keep both of these guys off the ticket in 2024. So the protection that Hunter was enjoying uh, by virtue of the status his father had may be quickly fading. And the investigation should have yielded a criminal charge a long time ago. Now, the fact that it hasn't happened sooner is probably the most amazing part of it. So in answer to your question, yes, I suspect he's going to be indicted. Well, time will tell. Um, <clears throat> apparently, uh, battery-powered cars are not... I mean, they're they're selling more, but they're not selling at the rate that uh, the that the uh, global warmists uh, wanted them to. Uh, they're still in single digits, and apparently, we have discovered the reason they're not proliferating. They're, they're it, it's your fault. Uh, the story from Business Insiders: Electric cars are too expensive because Americans insist. On having more car than they need. Is there something scary about the way that's phrased? Yes, and this is endemic. This is part of the DNA of the modern environmentalist movement. Humans are a parasite, a blight on the planet. The way that you choose to live your life, the way that you choose to enjoy modern conveniences, you should not be doing that. Uh, so you should give up stuff. I mean, if they had their own way... Uh, they would move all of us out into little huts uh, where we, you know, labored in the fields and we chopped our own wood and we baked our rice cakes, uh, our patties on uh, over a fire we built. Uh, they would take all of that away from us. It's there. It's and at the same time, it's clear they don't actually believe this stuff because they get on private jets to fly to environmental meetings where they're picked up by motorcades that are full of SUVs and a limo. So you're not supposed to enjoy. Uh, a luxury, but let's be more basic than that. Let's say you want to take something from one point to another. Let's say you want to go to the hardware store and you've got some stuff to load up in the vehicle. You know, they would just as soon see you in a bicycle, right? Maybe you can fit, you know, uh, a board in, a, in, in your backpack or something. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre 
but this is the way that they always think. We are always the blight. We are always the problem. And this view has serious consequences. The birth rates in the uh, industrialized world are down across the board, down dramatically. And they keep going down. There's a generation of young people now who don't believe that they can afford to have children because of the way that we've created our economic system. But more importantly, they think it's their moral duty not to bring children into this world. And there's real consequences for this idea. It's an idea that we explored in one of our earlier episodes of Grace Archie at length. Well, you know, in, in Columbia, Missouri, they, they were pushing uh, for bike lanes and all that stuff to get you out of your car. And Brian, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there is a, um, <laughs> a a transportation piece that we had recorded. There is for the uh, bike bus. Yes. Would you like me to go grab that? Yeah, I, I think because uh, this is you know we we did this uh, humorously, but you know I can see this developing somewhere somewhere down the road. <laughs> And and they've they've got all of the, all of these uh, government programs. You think that it's just a local thing, and then you find out no no they're doing it. It's they're doing this everywhere. Well, the uh, local and, thing is happening is driven by federal government dollars. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, in, in Colombia they're trying to eliminate uh, car traffic as much as they can, uh, and uh, we tried to find out how mass transportation would work in Colombia. Without the internal combustion engine, here's your answer. Saving the planet. It takes dedication and hard work. If you would like to help prevent global climate change and combine that desire with hard work, then listen carefully because Pednuts needs you. If you like to bicycle and think you have the stamina to keep up, this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime employment opportunity. In our continuing effort to eliminate carbon-fueled transportation in the city, Pednuts is proud to announce a new and innovative public transportation alternative, the Bike bus. The bike bus will replace conventional public transportation as we know it. By using pedal power, you'll be able to get your exercise and provide transportation to those who traditionally rely on gas-guzzling buses and cars, thereby saving our city potentially millions of dollars in fuel. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and seats for these positions are guaranteed to fill up fast. Don't wait. Be a pedal power proprietor today with the help of Pednuts to inquire about our exclusive territorial routes Contact the local Columbia, Missouri Pednut office today. <laughs> I just love I, you know that is so delivered so straight. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> you should have put a number or some way for people to contact. I mean, like really. When we first started playing that, we weren't saying anything. We're just putting it into the stop sets, and we're getting calls from people saying, "Was that real?" <laughs> <laughs> it was classic. Yeah, we should have we should have had something like QZ1 or whatever it is, uh, letters that you can't find on the phone dial. But that's, you know, the, the reason that uh, they're selling uh, battery-powered vehicles at, at less than 6% is because you Americans like big vehicles. And that means bigger batteries, that means more expensive, and then fewer people can afford it. So if we can get you to drive vehicles like they do in Europe, those tiny little, tiny little cars, <laughs> the, the words that I come out of my mouth sometimes, road pimples, my mouth with soap, uh, is is what they want you to want, and they're going to try and force you into that in a tiny little house with yes. no heat, with no heat and no gas no stove, and no gas stove. Oh, speaking of gas stoves. 
We have an update. We'll share it with you in just a minute. Jim Babka, Grace Arkey on YouTube on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. Good morning. It is uh, 9.52, and Jim Babka is with us, uh, Grace Arkey on, uh, on uh, YouTube. And apparently, the federal government has decided that they are going after your stove. Energy Department proposes efficiency rules for cooking devices after the gas stove furor. You will recall that they uh, were going to try and eliminate gas stoves because, well, there's CO2 in the air when they, the gas stove's on and, uh, and people could die of carbon monoxide poisoning and it affects children and blah, blah, blah. And then there was a hue and cry and that all stopped. But now they're uh, proposing, uh, and they're using energy conservation as their pathway now. It's not kids and carbon monoxide. It's energy conservation. And they want standards uh, for new gas and electric cooking devices, uh, some of which have never, by the way, been subject to any federal efficiency standards. I'm not sure how, Jim, you improve the efficiency of a gas stove. You got a burner. It lights up. Blue flame, uh, which means a, a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, clean burn. What are they doing? I don't know, but I can't help thinking about how much they improved my dishwasher with the federal standards. Right? <laughs> and how, you know, I got to wash the dishes twice and I have to rinse them. In fact, I practically have to scrub them in the sink before I put them in the dishwasher. Now, that, that was a, a major, major improvement in my life. I can't help thinking about uh, my toilet, which now needs to be flushed twice because the amount of water that they allow to be in the bowl is is so little. These are both, by the way, imposed by federal standard. Federal standard. I like to point that second example out because people act as if, well, you know, they're, you know, we, we're basically free. You know, the government is, you know, there are, we have a limited government, but we're limited by what, right? I mean, they're in everything. They're down to the smallest thing. They're even in your toilet bowl. So now, they're going to get deeper involved in our, our range tops. Uh, and, that you know, I expect that to go as well as those two previous examples. It takes my dishwasher. I, I bought a, uh, when we moved, we bought, uh, we installed a new dishwasher. And it's wonderful it, how quiet it is. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's probably because it's, <laughs> it's not it's working. not actually doing anything, right. Yeah, right. It, take, right. it takes my dishwasher, and I'm not kidding you. This is the truth. It's not even an exaggeration. Um, or as uh, Biden would say, uh, and it's no joke, three hours to clean the dishes. Three. And that's not even using the heater. Uh, we don't use the heater to, to dry them. Three hours. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't work anyway. The dry portion of it doesn't work that well. Yeah. Oh. No, they, they've... they've uh so, so they've fixed the dishwasher, they've fixed the toilet. And? You know, there's a common theme running all through all this. They really, really do want to make things harder for you. Your hot water tank is another one. One yes. of the reasons your clothes don't get as clean is because the water in your hot water tank isn't as hot as it used to be. So if you want to ha use the hot setting to get out a serious stain in your, in your wash, uh, you, it, 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 it's not as hot as it was uh, 30 years ago. I know they changed the insulation thing. You're, you know, if you had a tight fit for a hot water tank, your new one might not fit because they've added uh, dimension to the tank for extra insulation. 
I know that I used to get a four-pack of light bulbs for the price of what one light bulb cost me today. Yes. They've taken that choice away. Yes. Um, I mean, they've just improved everything until it's junk. There's a lot of truth to this. And the, and the next thing they want to shove down your throats is electric cars, and they want to take away your gas range. I mean, this is... And, and, and you, you even said another thing, too. They're changing, just in the previous segment, they're changing the lanes on the road. I know of one guy who was trying to scream from the mountaintops as far back as 2007 and 8 and 9 that the, about the federal programs that we're going to put bike lanes in and take away our roads. And if you notice, you have more and more situations where, you know, you had four lanes you could have traveled before, where you now have one. Everybody's choked into one point, and it takes you longer to get there. Now, if you want to do this, if you really were an environmentalist, You'd want to eliminate traffic lights as much as possible. You'd want to keep the cars moving at a consistent rate of speed as much as possible because it's the, it's the starting. It's the startup from the line that actually draws the most uh, carbon through the system, right? No, no. They want you stopped and slowed down and stymied so that you will get off and either take your bike. And, and some of the places, like we have a place by us that's got this absurdly large valley, steep hills going in and out. That would be near with with uh, hairpin curves where you're coming around the other side. You wouldn't necessarily even see a bike. Uh, that they have turned into a bike lane. They took four lanes away and they moved it down to you know to one lane on each side, and so they could put bike lanes in. And I've never ever seen anybody using the bike lane, not once. And I don't know how they could. The hills are so steep. Well, and there were. Um, this is all. I just want to say this is all federal tax dollars at work. This is a long run plan that has been going on for about fifteen to almost twenty years now. Yep, uh, I remember when they repaved a main thoroughfare, an east west thoroughfare in Cleveland, uh, in front of the tavern, in front of Nolan's Bar, uh, and put bike lanes on Lorraine Avenue. I never seen anybody on a bicycle on Lorraine Avenue. No, uh, it's just it's no. insane. It is insane. But that's what they're doing. All right, uh, Jim Babka, Grace Arkey on YouTube, or just look up Jim Babka on YouTube. Thank you, sir, for being on board. We'll chat with you next week. Thanks, Gary. All right, take care. Coming up, Dr. Aaron Hedlund is going to be with us, chief economist at the Show Me Institute. Uh, they've uh, raised the interest rates again, about a quarter of a point. Uh, and what is the latest data on inflation? What does he expect from uh, the jobs report? We'll kick that all around with him. Uh, and then if that's not enough, MoFirst.org is, uh, is going to be on board with us. And uh, we will uh, find out what's on there. If you want to know what's going on in Jeff City, Ron Calzone and Mo First, place to go. Also, if that's not enough, uh, we got Dave Rowland with a lot of cases of interest both nationally and in the state of Missouri. That's all coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.